Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right, welcome back. 747, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Some good news. You don't really need those 10,000 steps every day after all. And there's a new avocado coming. It is Thursday, the 10th of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, let's talk about bad hair days. Bad hair days are a regular thing for you. Do you feel like you constantly have to maintain or manipulate or alter your hair in some way because it never seems to do what you want it to just naturally do? (laughs) If so, blame your parents. A new study found much of it comes down to your genetics and the hair pattern that got passed down to you. That circular pattern of hair at the crown of your head mm-hmm. is called your hair whorl. Your whorl. How do you spell that? It's spelled like whorl, but whorl. with an O. W-H-O-R-L. Okay. Which I find harder to say whorl. than whorl for whorl. some Whorl is Because you kind of want to go whorl. Yeah. yeah. But just like fingerprints, your hair whorl is unique. Like which hairs point in which direction, and whether it goes clockwise or counterclockwise. Until now, most experts thought your hair whorl was determined <laughs> by a single gene. Okay. I'm just really enjoying you saying that word. <laughs> but the study found it's actually controlled by multiple genes all working together. In other words, that crazy, untamable, cowlick-filled hair was a group effort. And you can blame your mom and dad for your bad hair days. Yeah, it was interesting because, you know, Kristen would always, so she has this beautiful, natural, curly hair. And she just does the shake and go. Yeah. And not everybody can do that. Correct. Mm -hmm. It it becomes a little less manageable in super humid weather. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, she loves her curly hair and she's always credited her Norwegian heritage Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well i've met many of her norwegian relatives who do not have and none of them got curly hair (laughs) not like that okay we set foot in denmark five minutes and i'm like okay this makes sense (laughs) you're not as norwegian as you think you are little missy that's her mom's side of the family (laughs) and her mom has also has beautiful curly hair as does uh one of her sisters who have more curly hair. They don't. It's not as curly as hers, but one has almost as curly, and then the other is sort of approaching curly, okay. but not quite. Kind of 
wavy. wavy. But yeah, it was so funny, though. I mean, we're talking like super thick, curly hair, and it was just funny watching her eyes. We'd be at a cafe, and I'm watching her, her eye she's movement. She's spotting all these people with her hair. Yeah, especially, <laughs> and you know, she's like, oh my God, she looks just like Hannah, and all these people in the family uh-huh. that do have it. She says, that's funny. Are you my relative? Are you my family? <laughs> yeah. Uh, today's National S'mores Day. Uh, the origin of s'mores is vague. We were talking about it yesterday, but some people credit the Girl Scouts with s'mores. In oh, 1927, nice. the Girl Scouts published a recipe in a book called Tramping and Trailing with the Girl Scouts. Hey, but they called them some mores. Uh, as in, may I have some more, please? Some more. Yes. The Girl Scouts have also offered several s'mores-inspired cookies over the years, so maybe it's fitting that a company celebrated National S'mores Day by stealing from the Girl Scouts, sort of. A Texas-based company called Solo Stove just broke a Guinness World Record by gathering 891 people to make s'mores at the same time. Uh, The thing is, the record was previously held, though, by the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee, who gathered 801 people to make s'mores in 2018. Man, Solo Stove. Fritch and I have talked about this before. We both have done this recipe for s'mores dip, which is a better way to eat it because it's less messy. You put the marshmallows and the chocolate in a crock. Or like a, the, or a cast iron, a cast iron skillet. So you, lower, so you put down the chocolate first and then yep. the marshmallow. Put it in the oven, get it all gooey, and then you just dip with graham crackers. Because, yeah. you know, they make those graham cracker sticks or you can buy like the big actual like um, actual graham crackers and kind of break them. And it's like a really good yummy dip. Is there a good s'mores ice cream out there somewhere? Does Grater's have a s'mores Grater's ice cream? Grater's has one, yeah. Yeah. Why do you? Are you? I don't know. That just sounds really good. Yeah. To to have all of that in an ice cream. I do enjoy the Girl Scout s'more cookie. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, you want some more? Some more what? No, 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 you want a s'more. I haven't had anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. We were just talking about this, that the uh, down at Great American Ballpark at the Great American Ballpark um, video board, they're going to be showing the Sandlot movie on August the 17th, which I think is next a week from today. And they're going to have some of the people from the movie there, Jeff. Yeah. Cool. So we need to talk about a new strain. And I'm not talking about masking. In this case, we're talking about making guacamole. Guac. Guacamole, por favor. There the is to make a new yesterday. variety of avocados on the way called Luna avocados. And 
there are several major improvements over the now prevalent Haas avocados. For starters, the skin of the Luna avocados changes color when it's ripe. That's from, helpful. From emerald green to dark black. I wonder if that's why they're calling it the Luna, because Luna, of course, means moon. So I wonder if it, because it changes colors and it goes dark, if that's why they're calling them Luna avocados. Could very well be, and that way you don't have to guess when it's ready. Uh-huh. The Luna also has a supposedly smoother texture, which is ideal for guacamole. That said, even though Haas avocados can be infuriating when it comes to ripeness, a lot of people do love the taste. So for this new variety to take over, uh, experts say the taste will have to be equal or better. Uh, And don't get too excited yet, because the Luna has been the result of decades of breeding, but it will probably be a few more years before it actually shows up in stores. With avocados... It takes three to five years wow. from planting the seed to producing the first fruit. Wow. So the real question is, will it have a bigger window of ripeness? They say the Luna has a good post-harvest shelf life. Uh, this is UC Riverside's Mary Lou Arpea talking about some of the benefits of this new avocado. It's like if you think about you go to the store now and you see this collection of different apple varieties. But they, they all taste like apples, but they're all subtly different. And the Luna UCR is an avocado. It eats like an avocado, but it has a different eating experience than the Hass. It's uh, a smoother textured but it's a very nice eating quality fruit. Good to know. Yeah, and Jen was talking about this in the Facebook Live video this morning. She, uh, You mentioned 80% of the avocados eaten worldwide are Haas or Hass, as she pronounced it, avocados. And they make a whopping 95% of the avocados eaten in the U.S. Uh, that particular breed emerged in 1980. And before that, the preferred variety was the Fuerte, a.k.a. Strong Avocado. But the Hass won out because of its taste. It was easier to peel, and Fuerte trees only produce fruit every two years. That's fun. Fuerte. You like that? That's, I like that word. It's a Fuerte tree. Yeah. Fuerte. Where do you get your, who has your favorite guac? Best guac in town. Mine. <laughs> I like when they do tableside guac. So there's a lot of different, like we'll go to El, El Mariachi or like El Trompo. Those places do like the tableside guac where they bring the cart over to you and they kind of make it right in front of you. It's so good. Yeah, I would say, I hate to admit it, but it's a chain restaurant's guac. <gasps> it's Chipotle's guac. Yeah, you like their guac. It's really pretty good. I really do. And don't, be, don't be hating to admit that. It's delicious. Well, the, the chief... Uh, cook or chef, Mm -hmm. whatever, who works for Chipotle, did an Instagram video once of how to make, basically make uh, Chipotle guac. Uh, Did it right there with all the ingredients. And so we've just been copying it ever since. But our little hack is we just like it a little chunkier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people, I'm with you, Jeff. I don't enjoy when it's like 
too smooth because the texture almost is like it's just too mushy. Yeah, I don't like it pureed. Yeah, but. I can't do that either. I'm like I need a I need like I a like big a nice hunk of something in there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.